Talk with Jose and Angel, identical twins who swam the placental waters together and have navigated life as identical individuals. At childhood, the brothers shared clothes, a room, and birthdays, thus fortifying their bond. Nevertheless, their differences became apparent. While Jose and Angel love country, family, and rock and roll, they rarely see eye to eye. The only constant is their unique alliance and rivalry. They may have shared the room, but they don't share opinions. And welcome to another edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we are broadcasting live from Theo Luis's garage on TwinTalkCast.com. Yeah, and we're also doing it out of the largest internet radio network in the world. That's Live365.com. Just look for our station on there. It's Twin Talk Cast Radio. That's two words. Twin Talk Cast Radio. We want to invite you to give <laughs> us a call at 626-275-8946. Throughout the show, we'd love to hear from you. Welcome back. It's a new year. Happy birthday, bro. Happy birthday. 2015. You know, something about the 15, the 5, the number 5. I don't know. What is it? Mm. Is it because our birthday's on October 15? It is, isn't it? Could be that. Okay, so that means we have, you're yeah. associating the... What's on the table? That looks like rat droppings. It, no, I don't know what it is. 2015, it's a good year, man. That Last year was a good year and a bad year. And, you know, every year has its good and its bads. But, you know, it's really the way you handle it. Well, we've been on holiday vacation, so we want to welcome you all back to our show. We want to wish you all a happy new year. And we hope that 2015 is an even better year for you, as they say, a banner year. This week, we have a fantastic <laughs> show coming up for you. Tonight, we have an awesome music guest, uh, some guys from uh, the L.A. music scene. They're fantastic. Dude, I, in my opinion, the one of the most important bands out of, uh, out of coming out of L.A. Uh, because they they got a real an unapologetic, uh, organic Americana sound they, uh, uh, with some real soulful lyrics. They're uh, Jason Heath and the Greedy Souls. I'm excited. <laughs> they're good bad. That so was- <laughs> they're here. We're, we they sent us some tracks, so we're gonna play some of their tracks. And uh, they just did a sound check. They sound fantastic. They're, they're gonna play a song or two here later on. So yeah, yeah well, stay tuned for that. And also, <laughs> <Hold on here. laughs> also tonight, we want to invite you again to uh, chat us up on our Facebook wall on Twin Talk Show. Go to uh, our Facebook and look for Twin Talk Show. Friend us. And chat us up also on Twitter and Instagram. Same handle. Tonight also, as we do every week, straight out of Telemundo and NBC, we have uh, the girl with the dirty laundry. Jackie Casas is going to be with us here tonight with more news and dirty laundry. Starting off the new year with Mas Chismes. Hey, Jackie, what do you got lined up for us tonight? Hey guys, tonight on News and Dirty Laundry, New York police are still in mourning after losing two officers when another two were shot at this week. Details on that. Also, a controversial legislation has come out of Oklahoma. What's all the fuss? I'll let you know why. And finally, what does Chris Rock, Gianna De Laurentiis, and Slash have in common? I'll give you a clue. It has to do with the new year, new me. Um deal so i'll go ahead and let you know what these three have in common all that and more coming up on news and dirty laundry <laughs> let me tell you <clears throat> i can't wait to hear these stories but listen let me tell you jose there's so many versions of me eh? you know because <laughs> every year you know it's like the new year the new me eh? 
Like, there's so many different versions of you. Right. I got to go back and start looking at all. What's your favorite version of you? My favorite version? (laughs) Now? You know what my favorite version of you is? (laughs) What? what? The one that never interrupts me. (laughs) That doesn't interrupt me at every sentence. Oh, man. But you know what? Uh, uh, what did you do on New Year's? First of all, thank you. Stay tuned for the News and Dirty Laundry. Jackie will be with us in a little while with all of that. And uh, so stay tuned. And, uh, oh, yeah, before we continue on the show, make sure that you check out our previous podcast, all our shows. Uh, you can check them out. Hey, just go to our, our the coolest website, our website, www.twintalkcast.com. And hit previous podcasts and just scroll through there. Eh? You could download it on your gadget. And last podcast. Or on- you could stream it, whatever you want. Put it on your phone while you're driving. I listen to us on the phone on, on my phone while we're driving. Eh? And our last podcast, uh, we had the awesome metal band, Bouye. Music. It's a, it's an instrumental metal band. Yes. And they were awesome, awesome guys. Yeah, the, the Bouye from... Uh, Racer X and uh, and all kinds the of scream, the scream, all these awesome uh, bands. Tommy Chong, all these awesome bands. You know, it's sort of like what they call the Titan bands, where they put all the the power players together and they get a good band put together, and that's what they were. They, they were jam, here. eh? They were pretty pretty awesome, and so, they got a show coming up. Uh, I don't know. I posted it on our Twin Talk uh, show Facebook. Uh, they have a show coming up on January seventeenth. So look at our Facebook Twin uh, Talk show. Anyway, so that was that's what's going on tonight. Also, Angel does drop his chill lounge. The chill lounge. The and, chill. At the end of every show, we have uh, the chill lounge. Sometimes silly, sometimes profound, but always chill. A great way to end the night. And I'll be dropping a Patriot Pass. I don't know what I'm going to talk about, but I'll rant. I don't know. Eh, that. <laughs> How was your weekend, bro? How was your holiday week? Dude, um, let me tell you. Two weeks. Uh, uh, New Year's Eve, just took it easy. Eh? I was, you know, oh, I can't tell you. I had so many days off of work. They just shut down the, the, the plant and said, take your time off. And I did. I did nothing. Absolutely nothing. Good for you. I mean, there was a, a, a span of time or days where I was in the same pajamas for days. I actually went <laughs> That's to, go get, for you. to go get food in those pajamas. I loved it. It was great. But what I did do on Friday, dude, and I'm sorry you couldn't make it. Eh? You had the kids. Right. was Candlebox. I went to the Candlebox show. I actually worked late that night. Yeah. I worked and then I had the kids. Yeah. That's right. They, you know, they, they, uh, they, it was an exclusive, uh, show at the whiskey, legendary whiskey a go go, where they recorded a live CD and what an awesome night it was. Man. Awesome. It was great. Hung out with the guys and you were telling me that Kevin Martin, you expressed to him that you had used their song for, uh, your wedding dance. I did. Tell, I, tell us that story. I started, you know, uh, for those of you who don't know, in, uh, 2012, my wife and I, well, we got married and, uh, well, we're we're fans of Candlebox, and this song that he wrote is called "Breathe Me In," which actually is at the end of our show on the Chill Lounge. That music you hear—that's the intro to that song, "Breathe Me In." Uh, it's a beautiful uh, homage, if you will, to his wife and their relationship. Uh-huh. So that was our first dance, and uh, you recorded it. Mm-hmm. I put it on on you put it on YouTube. And it's, it's so far, it's got about a thousand views. Wow! But you know, it's, it's not pretty it's cool. Not really good, but it's it's you know, in two years, it's got uh, a thousand views. It's like nine hundred and something. That's pretty cool. Uh, I think about five hundred of those is Lourdes, and the other five hundred is me. <laughs> 
But let me tell you, I told him, you know, I was talking to him after the show, and I'll tell you, he remembers us. Of course he does. You know, he's, they, they, they know me as, because they never remember my name. They know me as uh, Hollywood Dread. And um, <laughs> uh, he says he comes by, comes by here all the time, Theo Luis's Garage. Awesome. Anyways, I told him, and before I could stop even, by, bro. I told him, hey, man, I got this song. You know, I'm, I got married. I did this, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he didn't even let me finish my sentence. And he's, oh, yeah, I've seen that a bunch of times. So, Wait, wait, I guess he was, you know, I guess it was okay. You, 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 I, muff, you, you, you didn't articulate. I didn't Arti- articulate. No, you did it. Articulate for the listener's sake. But this isn't a magazine. Him. I don't need to have an article for it. <laughs> articulate what you told. I told, I called, I told Kevin, hey, Kevin, I don't know if you know, but I got married in, in 2012 and you know, your song Breathe Me In. That was our first dance. It's on YouTube. And before I could finish, you know, he said, Oh, I've seen it a bunch of times. Yeah. Like, you know, like, cool. You know, we were right. talking because we were having, and then we just went on to the, the next topic. I thought, but inside of me, I'm like, woohoo. That's I don't cool. know. <laughs> and he's watched it. I don't know why. I guess he's cool with it, you know? So it's cool. It was cool, man. I thought that was fantastic when he told me that story that he's actually watched that cool video and he probably feels, oh, wow, this is cool. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, uh, uh, it was either between that uh, for my first dance or Thriller. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, Charlie, God. no, I won't do the thriller. A lot of couples do that, eh? They get together, and, and let me tell you, it's their night. They can do whatever they want, but... They but do I, those silly but dances. But I'm not going to pop lock, eh? Yeah, they do those I silly make my dances. wife pop lock just so I could show, you know, my pop locking moves. Charlie, eh? <laughs> I think it's she's, kind of- she's like a queen then. She's like a princess. You're not going to make her do all these gyros. You're going to make her look like a princess. I also think it's kind of stupid, kind of uh, uh, self-gratuitous. Very, that's, uh, that's a... That's redundant. Rather gratuitous when, you know, they do these big dances, especially when the guy starts doing dances. It's about the woman. It is indeed. You know? Mm-hmm. It is indeed. That's I'm glad I- that you guys know that on our wedding day, it's all about us. <laughs> I know that you're, we're both getting married, but you need to know this party, this whole event is really just for us. Yeah. And yes. So I'm glad that you guys recognize yes. that and acknowledge it. And, and embrace it. Hey, Jack, the I, fact that you're here is not in vain. We learn from you, Jack. Yes. And I gotta when you say, do your backstop, and I got to say, too, I'll tell uh, you a lot, it's enlightening. You know, Valentine's Day, <laughs> it wasn't until I was well into my mid 30s that I realized <laughs> this is not an us day. It's really about her. It's not about me and her being a couple. Duh. Yeah. It's whatever the hell. I'm really. I'm. I'm it took me a long of, time to figure that out. I'm sort of one of those oddballs on on Valentine's Day. I hate Valentine's Day. I really don't like you it. You don't like I it. I don't like celebrating it. I really don't care. Why? It's not a big deal. You can take me to In and Out and make me happy. I don't need you to take me to a candlelight dinner. However, <laughs> I, however, I do expect some acknowledgement of like a text message or something. Just hey, happy Valentine's Day. But I'm not into let's go out. You need to buy me flowers and chocolates and a card. And a I don't gift. believe that, Jose. Can I, I don't Jose, believe it either. You know, you know, All I women say that. That's like a test. It's a total test. By the way, your cable is be- hitting that mic and it's just making that. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, um, you know, um, I am sorry. I believe you. I believe <laughs> I you. Let me, let me say this. I believe you believe. Wait. Why is there I, a question at the end of that sentence? I believe that you believe that. But I, I mean, believe that's the case. Does that go. make sense? It doesn't. No, the thing that pisses me off is that for Valentine's Day, wherever you go, you have to wait two hours. Everything is ridiculously expensive. That's why I never do dinner. Just, I never do Valentine's dinner. I do Valentine's brunch. Oh, hey, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Jackie, let me tell you. 
to support my brother. I believe that you believe that, but you you know uh, opinions are subject to change. Uh, example: On Christmas, we were stressing out because we had we had fraud, you know, like uh, credit card fraud. So we had no one. money, so we had to shop last minute. That happened uh-huh. to me. Once. So my well, we were in the stress of it at all. My wife was like, "Oh, let's not buy each other anything, so we don't have to stress about it." Yeah, right. <laughs> And I didn't want to stress about it. And I wanted to honor my wife's word. What happened? She got me a nice, a nice gift on Christmas, and I didn't get her nothing. Yes, that happened this Christmas with my boyfriend <laughs> and I as well. I told him because he got me a really, really nice birthday present, uh-huh. and my birthday's in November. So I was like, "Oh, honey, it's okay. You got me a really, really expensive, nice <laughs> birthday present, so you don't have to give me anything for Christmas." And I got him a pretty thoughtful, very nice Christmas present. So I don't know when, when, what conversation it came up. Oh, because he hasn't. I bought him um, sweatpants because he desperately needed some. Aside from <laughs> it was a whole bunch of things for Christmas, and he hasn't left out of those sweatpants <laughs> he had vacation as well and i feel like him. he's worn them every day you see how much you love and him. i'm just like gosh can i think i need to get you another pair at least i gave you something and at you least, didn't and he's like oh what the fuck <laughs> you told me no christmas present i got your really nice birthday present and i was like yeah but. So, see the women don't know what they want so bottom got, line. they never a, know what they want get him a sweater too because he's too damn hairy <laughs> Anyways, that's uh, I'll give you. Uh, it's time for your shout outs, and your shout outs are brought to you by Aladdin's Junior, a Mediterranean cuisine and concert venue. I'll give you more information on that later. Uh, I want to give. Uh, well, since we were on it, I'll give a first shout out to Sandro. Eh, right <laughs> on. Hey, you look sexy in them sweats, Holmes. Uh, also, I want to give a shout out to uh, first of all to some greedy souls. Eh, uh, Carissa, Rock the Rap, Kunowski, uh, Moshe Borisov. Ruth Guerra, uh, Espen Melby, Maya Gilbert, Tim Jones, Ed's Fam, Lee Waddell, Tony Toon Taylor, and there's a whole bunch of you that uh, uh, just a shout out to you guys. I also want to give a shout out to some twins. Uh, we got listeners, more listeners in Nigeria, uh, in Af- uh, uh, Nigeria, Africa. Wow. Uh, more specifically in Lagos, Nigeria. These are twins. We got a lot of listeners in Africa. What the heck? That's we do. Awesome. And a lot of twins. And their name is T-Bank and Kelly Kenny. Uh, there's your shout-outs, Holmes. I also want to give a shout-out to some people I ran into at the Cannabox Show. How about Kevin Martin, Peter Clit, Adam, uh, Curry Scott, and uh, Memphis of Cannabox. Great to talk to you guys and see you guys. And finally, to meet you, Hugo Caballero out of Texas. What's up, Holmes? It's true. All them Texas are nice, eh? Uh, good people, eh? It was great to have some Jack and Ginger with you. Uh, lastly, I want to give a shout-out to my daughter, Sam, and Ray. They were my designated drivers, eh? Awesome. I had a pick between two of them, eh? They, they drove for me that day. <laughs> I, want, I want to give a shout-out to uh, a, a couple of people that I worked with at the uh, Rose Bowl this year. I want to say hello to Gene Cotton. What's up, my man? You're a cool guy. It was great working with you. Also, a fantastic reporter out of the uh, Pacific Northwest. Um, Joe Donlin, awesome guy. Um, what do they call him? John Don, they call him. John Donlin. <laughs> really? John Donlin. Uh, John anyway, Don. anyway, want to give you guys a shout out. Thanks so much for uh, hanging out with me. And uh, you guys are real pros. Awesome work with you guys. Yeah, two, a couple more shout outs. Jerry Puga and Ava Serrano. What's up, Primo Prima? What's up? Heather Bennett, Will Hollins out of Down Under, out of Australia. Anyways, your shout outs are brought to you by Aladdin's Junior. Yeah, we got fans in Down Under. Uh, your shout-outs are brought to you by Aladdin's Junior, Mediterranean Cuisine and 
Do you say cuisine or cuisine? Cousin. I, I think it's cuisine. Cousin. I uh, think it's cu- cu- cuisine. Cuisine. Uh, Mediterranean Cuisine and Concert Venue in the city of downtown Pomona. They got great music on weekends, and uh, they also have um, uh, a great selection of beer. And tell them the twins sent you, and I don't know. Hopefully, they don't kick you out. We'll be right back with the news <laughs> and dirty laundry. Sure. Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. Uh, <laughs> and that's Angel. Oh, my gosh. We want to welcome you to Twin Talk, Cast with, Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. We're broadcasting live on TwinTalkCast.com. And uh, we're also doing it out of the largest internet radio network in the world. That's Live365.com. And uh, look for Twin Talk Cast Radio. We'd like to re- invite you to... Call in at 626-275-8946. And throughout the show, we also read your comments on our Facebook wall if you want to make your comment or question there. so And on, on Twinstagram and Twitter. And all that stuff. And all that stuff. Uh, but we want to thank you for being with us. We took a hiatus for the uh, holiday, and we hope that your holiday was as fantastic as it was for us. And uh, we want to welcome you all back to uh, the living time, <laughs> the real life. Back to the uh, Twin Pyre, eh? Make sure that you go to our website and listen to our previous podcasts. What was that? <laughs> I'm becoming a beatboxer. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. When you hear that guttural beat, that low bass that grabs you from the loins and says, uh, it's time to Listen, it's time to get the skinny on all the news, to get all the lowdown on the chismes and the gossip, to find out what's going on in your neighborhood and around the world by the girl from Telemundo NBC, multimedia journalist, girl with the pink headphones, the coolest chick, sexiest chick on radio, radio. Miss Jackie Casa. <laughs> 
I love that intro, guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's my one of the, it's probably my favorite part of the show. <laughs> How are you, Jackie? Good. How are you guys doing? Can I just say I don't know which one of you two it is, but someone smells damn good in probably here. Probably my brother. Probably me. <laughs> <laughs> one of you two smell really damn good in this garage. I don't know who it is. I haven't showered in a couple days. It should be me. <laughs> Very organic. I appreciate that you always go for the organic, natural <laughs> route, Angel. You always do. <laughs> um, you know, I, I'm pretty sweaty myself, so I'm glad. I sit the furthest from you, so it mm-hmm. must be my brother who smells um, delectant. Yes. Delectable. Really nice. There it goes. Aww. That's delectable. I love it. I love it. Angel, hand me this, this microphone stand. Okay, here. Just, or just put it up. You're going to whack me with it? Just put it down. I can't see Jackie's <laughs> eyes. Aww. So how you been, Jackie? How was your holiday? <laughs> good. It was really, really good. I had Christmas off, which was crazy. Awesome. Awesome. Really nice. I've um, been really sick in the last month. Wow. So it was kind of nice to catch up on some sleep and really recover. I slept every night a minimum of 10 hours. Oh. It was awesome. Wow. It was Because you needed it, right? Like your body I, just said. I'm- I felt like, and it could have been just me trying to trick myself into that, but I felt like my skin was better. I felt like my hair was shinier. I felt like, wow, sleep is totally, <laughs> and then totally you wo- underrated. And then you woke up. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Jackie Casas works uh, um, a very crazy hour graveyard morning news. ungodly news shift. I I did that for three years, so I totally understand. And so it's good. I'm so glad you got some yeah, rest. Yeah, it was nice. And then I, I worked New Year's, but it was so slow. I like working New Year's because you get to do all the Rose Parade coverage. Uh-huh. And I love <laughs> the Rose them. Parade. I do. It's really pretty. Yeah. I re- it was freezing here in L.A. during this, that week, so uh, I was glad I wasn't out there yes. on the field. It was freezing. But it's still beautiful to be able to see all the floats in-house. It is cool. You know what, though? The best scene in the house is in-house. Yeah. You know, watch it on TV. But it is cool to experience it at least once. You know what I want to tell? I want to tell our listeners, if you're from the L.A. area specifically, we have our own Times Square, per se, uh, on New Year's Eve, and that is Colorado Boulevard. Uh, I, I read a few articles on the on, on the paper recently uh, saying, you know, we don't have a place. There's places that they're trying to make it. Now, forever, it's been happening on Colorado Boulevard, then people spend the night there. Yeah. Colorado Boulevard, which is the parade route of the, um, of yeah, the, parade, of the Rose I've parade. done that. We, you've done that. I've yeah. done that. I remember being dragged across the hood of my car by a by a police officer, and that. you Are survived. You, why? What did you do? Well, because it was because Jose is an obnoxious drunk. <laughs> no, I was not obnoxious. I was not. First of all, let's, did you tell him I'm an American citizen? No, yeah, <laughs> let's dispel that rumor. It was not. Let's not you start. Say, let me. It, Angel, you throw things out there that are so not true, and people will believe it. You know what? You, you were you what? Do, you were you what? Exact, 20 you, years old? You, you do exactly what you accuse the media of doing all the time. What happened? What happened was we, were, we, we drove, we went to Colorado Boulevard for New Year's Eve, and we were cruising the boulevard. Mm-hmm. And when, when New Year's Eve strikes, you really can't move. The, move. the cars move at a crawl because everyone's on the street, uh, confetti, people throwing things, drinking. And uh, we had purchased a wine in a box. And at this point, I told my brother, <laughs> yeah. you get in the driver's it's seat. It's easy to carry while you're... You get in the driver's <laughs> seat, and I'm on the hood of my car. We're blasting music and just crawling. And I'm the hood of my car pouring wine out of the box for people. And chicks are coming over and kissing and, and drinking and kissing. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> someone grabs me from the collar from across the hood of my car. 
because I was from sitting. the passenger side of the front fender. And Jose was, was on the driver's side of the front fender. And he just And I saw it. this because I was driving the car while I was sitting because it wasn't really moving. I saw the long arm of the law literally <laughs> reach over and he slid, he slid across the. <laughs> he ended up standing up on the other side. And he told me, saying, to I'm American citizen. I did not say that. <laughs> I did that in Tijuana once. I think we were like, no, and, and well, the, were we 21 years old? And yeah, but that the but your, the American citizen thing happened in uh, Ensenada. <laughs> So but he I, we tried like, you across. Yeah, wow. that's not the first time in Ensenada. He uh, uh, he got uh, uh, pushed out the uh, uh, papas and beers. Was it or was it bananas? One of those. Uh, he got pushed out uh, with his face right from the door. No one opened it the door for him. It wasn't my face. <laughs> it was my body. <laughs> his face. The guy Angel just the door. swung the door open. He embellishes these stories. It's true. And then when we were at Mi Casa Hacienda over in La Puente, he was walking on the on the on the booths. You know, they're like I, the I was half moon. walking on the. He booth. was like the half moon booths. No. Yeah, you were. You're walking over the booths. No. That's another time that I was not walking. This time just, it was the double doors. Me, they didn't open the doors for let you. Let me clarify this. I was not Is this walking. Also on a New Year's Eve occasion. No. I wasn't walking on the booth. I was stepping over a booth because it was crowded. So I went and climbed over. One. I wasn't. My brother paints it as if I was walking along the booths, which is not. True. Yeah, but that's. I'm just doing it the way the cops say. You know, he was armed. <laughs> he was armed. He was reaching for. <laughs> anyway, oh, what do you got going hilarious. on in the news here? As, okay, as, and my brother's slandering me on the. I love hearing <laughs> yeah. these stories, guys. I will forever remember. I'm an American citizen. American it's citizen. Good. As he slams his. Jackie just wants door. to hear when I was a uh, you know a delinquent. <laughs> I want to hear all the bad boy stories, Jose. You know it. Oh, you know you like it. Funny. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Okay, guys. So let's get started with the news tonight. Two suspects are in custody after shooting at two New York police officers responding to a robbery call in the Bronx. The officers returned fire and both cops, 30-year-old Andrew Dossie and 38-year-old Aliro Periano, were wounded. This comes on the heels of the New York officers that were killed last month while sitting in their patrol. Car Wait a second. In Brooklyn, this was only fueling tension in an anti-police atmosphere of the recent weeks. Did you say they were wearing heels? No, uh. this comes on the heels <laughs> of the killing of both officers of last month. You know what I got to say about this is that uh, here's the deal. Uh, obviously, you're referring to uh, the two police officers that were killed uh, when they were seated. They were just at point blank range. I forget the name of the gunman who walked up and shot and killed them. Um, yes, who, just as a clarification for that gunman that, that killed them, uh, the family of the gunman, uh, his name is Ismaili Brinsley, said he was emotionally disturbed and that the shootings had nothing to do with any sort of police retaliation. Are, on, the most uh, recent, on the most recent shooting? or the The ones where they were killed. Well, that's funny they say that because he did tweet and he had it all over social media. But the, what I've got to say is this. Look, uh, obviously that's horrible, horrible what happened. Um, but I, I just trip out because New York, they think they're like the, I mean, the whole world, all of a sudden there's, look, two police officers, one police officer is enough for two of them to be shot is horrible. But 
all of a sudden you got like the vice president showing up. They got this huge every every news story is all about the New York police. Don't people care about other police because police die in other parts of the country? Why is New York? So important. New because, York thinks it, it, it's the center of the world. Because they make all the cop movies out of New York and, Ca- and Chicago, eh? That's why, eh? Chicago? Let me tell you, it's a false flag, man. It's all a false. Those two police officers that were shot, you know, not the, I don't know that much about this previous story because I haven't really listened to this current one because I haven't listened to all the news yet because I interrupted you. Jack. But it's a false flag, you know. With uh, with with the division that's ho- that's happening over there with the mayor and stuff. Yeah, but what's what's the point? What's the false? Okay, what what is the ultimate to, motive? To well, the ultimate motive is to impose more laws to make it a, like now they want the, they they want to make it a hate crime. You know, uh, when you kill uh, a cop. Well, you know, most which is another oxymoronic because when you kill somebody you're you're basically hating somebody the, but the, but that what that happens it, it carries more uh, a, a bigger sentence if you're right. convicted on it right and, and so I, the, I think hate crime the, the defi- definition of a hate crime is utterly ridiculous as you as I agree with you in this where it's just another way to legislate to add more laws on top of laws and and what have you now the funny thing is, this is a look national at, news story. These police officers were shot at, but police officers get shot at all over the country all the time. But New York is thinks it's so exceptional. I think it's only because such a big deal because of the two officers that were killed because they've had such a conf- uh, controversy going on with this anti-police type of vibes that they've had. The police officers, even during the funeral of one of the officers that was killed, turned their back towards the uh, mayor mm-hmm. of, of New York. Mm-hmm. I think that's the only reason why it's big. I mean, like like Jose said, I officers agree. get shot at every day all over around the country. I, no major deal. I agree with you because when you think uh, like the 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 uh, NYPD and the F uh, the the fire department, they're kind of like the heart of those of the U.S. They're kind of like the I won't say the heart and soul, but kind of like an endearing uh, representation, if you will, uh, of since nine eleven. Okay. Uh, they've been uh, because of what they went through. The fire department, the police departments have been viewed kind of like heroes, and and there's been this compassion. So uh, right now, when there's this anti-police, uh, um, you know, going on, uh, what a great way to get them uh, uh, something that would be pro-police or compassion police. Is it possible? And NBC's right there. Anyways. Is it possible because uh, all the media went so overboard with the anti-police movement since Ferguson and, and, and New Jersey, Garner. and they've gone all over the. I mean just hardcore anti-police coverage that maybe they're saying, oh, maybe we should be a little more sympathetic here. Um, you know, maybe. Could it be that? Could it be that? I mean... I don't know. No opinion on that? All I know is that uh, look at the video of the wife of the of the uh, Asian one uh-huh. of police oh, officer horrible. was allegedly killed. She, and, the, and the mother and the father. Yeah. They're not crying. Look at that. Have you seen the video? They're Asians, absolutely Asians, Asians, more there's no different. tears. No, they're they're pretending they're crying. Okay, they're pretending they're crying. So you don't think there's they're really no died. tears? I, absolutely. When you watch that video, it's gonna blow you away. Yeah, uh, I'll find it. I'm gonna find it's it. gonna blow you away. It's gonna blow you. No, away. it's gonna blow you away, man. <laughs> you know what can, uh, what can well, I say? Uh, all, what I can know, I say? <laughs> all I know is that um, this anti-police sentiment is. Gotta go. I mean, Americans are teaching their children to continue the 
um, anti-authority um, stance that starts in schools when uh, teachers admonish the children and the parents go in there and say, no, not my kid. You're a bad teacher and and demand better a different teacher. And then when they grow up and they say the cops are all a bunch of jerks. No. And no, gonna have, let me finish. And they're going to have an attitude against the cops, which is just going to perpetuate more uh, you know, so-called brutality um, um, allegations because the police are not going to take it when someone's being mouthy. And, see, a problem and, with the and see, that's the thing. Jose. I don't... I think that it's important that, and particularly uh, uh, in uh, to in in a profession where a uh, a false move or a wrong move can result in and has resulted in uh, fatalities that aren't necessary. I think that we should. Uh, not necessarily say all cops are bad, but we should be upset and we should uh, voice our our, our 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 opinions and hold them accountable. And and what you're saying here is is uh, kind of like generalizing that that we all hate all cops and it shouldn't be that way. But we can't. the The rule for error is is it we how do you say it? Uh, the consequences are great. Okay, people are dying left and right because of uh, altercation that escalated. Oh, my God. Okay? They're dying left and right, Jose. Okay? They are. You know what? First of all, I am only responding to the general... Okay, maybe you're not generalizing, but when you go out and then all these protests and all these pundits on television, that's what they're saying. It's all anti-cops. Cops are bad. And you know what? People are not dying left and right because of police... How about the multitudes that are dying in cities because of gang shootings and gang violence and brutal violence? Those things are happening left and right. And that's what the police deal with every single day. And think about it. What do you do at your job? What does the common person do, for instance, at a job at a factory? They do their whatever they do. If they're pushing a button, they push that button repetitiously all day long. Police, they they see crime all day long. They see criminals all day long. If they were really after criminals and shooting minorities or whites or whatever, there'd be a lot more people dying. Every stop <laughs> would be a death. Okay? They are, and they're also a target, for goodness sake. Jeez. I, I mean, uh, the police need to have more respect than what the uh, media and people have been giving, it, giving them. There's a few bad apples. Take care of them, but don't make it look like, like the police is this big freaking mob force. Because guess what? We glorify the gangs with the rap music and the girls that like dating the bad boys and all the tattoos and all the thug talk and the kids dressing like thugs and the police are vilified and that's bullcrap. I um, I um. By the way, Ava chimed in about our previous conversation. She says, "Oh, and remember when Jose wanted to fight a one-armed security guard at King Taco?" <laughs> I do. What is that? Was- <laughs> a one-armed security, security guard. Jackie, do you love me now? <laughs> I'm a bad boy. I want to hear this story. I wanted to fight a one-armed security guard at King way, Taco yeah. in East LA of all places. He took your soda. He took no, your, no, your no, taco. No, he did it. We we had food on the table. It was after the Kiss reunion concert. That's not the point. We had food on the table. Yeah, my brother a and I. Can I finish? My brother and I wanted to get a refill of soda. Okay. And we went to get a refill, and we came back. The lady who was cleaning had cleaned out our food and threw it away. We weren't mad. Mistakes happen. So we told the lady, "Excuse me, you threw away our food." And she goes, "Ay, Dios mío, I'm sorry." She goes, "Won't you go go ahead and tell them that I did that?" 
So we went over there. Mm-hmm. And the lady's like, you're going to have to buy new food. Oh, no, no, you don't understand. La señora, you know, she <laughs> said. She threw away food. She made, <laughs> and the lady even motioned. Yeah, I threw away their food. She goes, sorry, you got to pay for it. <laughs> well, we had had tequila. Uh-huh. Because that's why I don't drink a lot of tequila because I love tequila, but it, it's an anger beer for me, uh, anger <laughs> alcohol for me. I no soy curajudo until you piss me off. That was a Kiss reunion tour, and they had gotten the only time I ever drank at a concert. Okay, <laughs> and 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 that was it is true. Like no, I've had beer in here, but like where I got lit, but you got pretty lit up that night. I was pissed because it was a kiss, and I said, "Are you kidding me? We pay for it." The the lady said, and we started yeah getting angry. And it wasn't just me, but dude. that's King Taco. They're, it was both of us. And King, Ava's got to correct that. King, it was both of us. King Taco. They're they're taco Nazis, man. I'm I'm, I'm not kidding. No you. taco for you. They're taco Nazis. <laughs> you go to some of these King Tacos, and they have like this big assembly. It's not line, even that good, you know. We're 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 bearing the lead here. Where did the one armed security guard come into? So the- there's big Gordo there. He finally comes up. He says, "Oh, you Gordo gonna- means heavyweight. Yeah, you're gonna have to leave. You know, you're gonna have to leave now." And I'm like, "No, that lady threw away her food, and she and she admits." So you're gonna have to get and and he's like, "She up. totally threw away." He's totally a- accosting us, and I realized the guy had one arm. Oh my god! Jose- and then Jose started to use it against him, <laughs> and you making he, fun of hey, it. Hey, listen, you fat ass, fa- you one arm fat ass, get off my ass! <laughs> I was drunk. I was a little bit lit. <laughs> But Ava chimed in too. Jose, Jose's showing him his elbow. Let's fight. Yeah, Let's on. fight. Let's fight. <laughs> dude. Oh, wow. Dude. I mean, the thing is, what, what angered me more too is that these security guards that get paid like minimum wage act like they're the, you know, they like, like hey, Jose, but they, they, he's, he's risking his life every day for angry people, man. Yeah, you but, but the lady showed th- your elbow at him. Yes. And said, Let's fight. Like, Come on. Let's fight. <laughs> that's the, horrible hey you know what don't act bad however king tacos are like the shit they're not that good no, i man. love king taco tacos don't get mad at me now come i on, love king taco on. tacos <laughs> I'll show you my elbow we'll fight elbow to elbow <laughs> that was funny all right guys let's move on to some more news there's been some controversy coming out of Oklahoma over a new proposed legislation where supposedly you would be fined for wearing a hoodie. Now, in Oklahoma... Wait, wait, you will be fined? Fined. However, an Oklahoma lawmaker says people will not be fined for wearing hooded sweatshirts in public despite some interpretations of the proposed law concerning hoods and masks. It is already against the law in Oklahoma to wear a mask, hood, or covering that conceals the wearer's identity during um, the crime or um, harassment or intimidation. So one of the Oklahoma uh, (laughs) Republican lawmakers said it would make a crime to wear a robe, mask, or other disguise in public that would intentionally conceal the identity of the um, suspect violators would face fines from fifty to five hundred dollars in that case. So does that oh mean that God. only it's only illegal during the commission of a crime? Correct. In which case, they will, on top of whatever penalties you get, they will exactly. fine you five hundred. Exactly. <laughs> so but it's That's come a, out so as far as being a fine of wearing a hoodie, regardless in Oklahoma, which of course we can correlate to um, the uh, incident of uh, Trayvon Martin. Trayvon Martin, mm-hmm. who was wearing a hoodie. Um, so um, the Oklahoma lawmaker has pointed out that it uh, there is no mention of hoodie at all in the proposed legislation. So he wants to put it out there that there's been this sort of... I think this is a stupid, stupid... 
stupid. <laughs> Did I say stupid law? You said because stupid. <laughs> when someone's when someone is going to rob a bank or a, a convenience store with their hoodie on, uh-huh. they think they're going to get away anyway. So they and in order to get away, they're going to wear the hoodies. Yeah. This is utterly ridiculous. It's it's Just like a money utterly, it's like a money grab. You know they're going to wear it, it so but, it's, but it's not even a money grab. They don't get how are you going to get the money when you get put in jail? They don't make money. You know? It's, yeah, you know, I guess they don't make know, money. It's just a stupid law. It's a stupid <laughs> tax-paying waste law. Stupid. Uh, I mean, I can't believe it's not, the stupidity of this law. Let me just what tell you. It? What it's is it redundant. What is it? It's stupid. <laughs> Let me tell you what the exceptions are to exceptions? this legislation. Yes, there are if a number white, of exceptions. If you're white, you're accepted. No, it includes religious garments, Halloween celebrations, parades, what and weather protections? Wait, 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 wait. Only okay. Wait, 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 wait. I a don't priest, understand this. A priest, a monk. I'm sorry, I interrupted you, but this is important. <laughs> I thought oh, so. So, if you're committing a crime during a parade, it's okay to wear the hoodie. I guess so. It's part of, <laughs> it it's, it's part of the parade because hooded garments or hoodies are often worn as weather protection and not for the purpose of intentional concealment. It is unlikely they would be considered a disguise under the bill. This is exactly what the Republican it doesn't make sense. Said. It doesn't make sense mm-hmm. because in the article it says it's not designed to ban hoodies but to prevent the wearing of masks and disguises in the commission of a crime. But then it provides those exceptions. Now, let's just say this is still a proposed no, legislation. This are, is something that they'll vote on in a, February. Well, I'll tell you what. The stupid things that go to vote are just <laughs> stupid. Right? Oh, my gosh. Right? I mean, if they're going to ban that during the commission of a crime, what will be the next thing? Well, it's already, it's already illegal to wear a mask or a hoodie during the commission of a crime. Hey, what happens, Angel? Listen to this. Uh-huh. All these demonstrations and protesters... Uh, on the streets that wear masks, yeah, that's the they thing. They wear hoodies. That's and, the thing. And they're, they're, that's what they want to do. They want to. They want to have a reason uh, because if they're doing a peaceful protest, okay, and they're out there, then they just want to have a reason to take them in, kind of like reasonable suspicion. Because uh, reasonable suspicion is one of those things. Just like, oh, he was wearing a he- hoodie. Well, was he wearing committing a crime when he was here? Oh, well, by now it doesn't matter because I've already arrested him. Let's throw some other crimes on top of that. Well, let's see. We have a caller on the air with us right now. What do you have to think, my man? What do you have to say about this? What are we talking about? Oh, hey, it's Jeff Keller. <laughs> hey, Jeff. I thought you were somebody else calling in in regards to what we're talking about. Je- ladies and gentlemen, it's Jeff Keller, comedian and a co-host of El Pocho Hour of Power and a friend of Twin Talk on the radio with us. What's up, Keller? Man, I'm just chilling, getting ready for the show Saturday night down at the Ice House at 10 o'clock. Ah. The Dirty Show, when it's going to be jamming. Right on, right on. Dirty Show. What's the t- Yeah, let our listeners know what the theme of that show is. Well, there will be some dirty talk going down. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So it's going to be rated R? Yeah, it'll be rated R. And, uh, you know, if you hit me up on Twitter, my mom's white, or inbox me on uh Facebook, I can uh, get you half off uh, tickets. Nice. Over at the Ice House this Saturday. Hey, before we give some more information on your show, can you comment on what we're talking about right now? Over in uh, uh, Jackie Casa, as you know, say hi to Jackie. What's up, Jackie? I love you, girl. How you doing? Hi, Jeff. (laughs) 
Hey, uh, so uh, on the News and Dirty Laundry, apparently they're trying to pass a a, a bill or, or a law to make it against the law for them to wear hoodies at, uh, at, at committing a crime. During the commission of a crime, it would be illegal to wear a hoodie. It would be illegal to wear a hoodie? <laughs> I love it. They're actually gonna pass that law. Well, they're they're gonna vote on so, that coming up in February, I think. So 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 I gotta so I gotta wear an Izod shirt to commit a crime so <laughs> I don't get a felony. <laughs> <laughs> or some or some penny loafers. <laughs> some penny loafers, man. Come on, <laughs> a turtleneck. Can I, can I commit a crime in a turtleneck? <laughs> <laughs> There you go. That that would absolve you of any of any penalty. <clears throat> but but but, officer, I'm wearing a turtleneck. Oh, okay, you can go home now. That's hilarious. I can't wear a hoodie, but I can wear a face mask. See, <laughs> see now, now see, wear the wear the turtleneck under your hoodie. So when the policeman aco- uh, 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 detains you, you just lower your hoodie. He sees your your turtleneck and he lets you walk. Too much thinking, Jose. That, that's crazy. Why, <laughs> why do they? Why are they outlawing hip hop wear? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't understand it. Uh, I don't know, man. It's now, it's the man, I brother. See, I've seen a lot of I've seen a lot of video of guys and white beaters in the south committing many crimes. <laughs> you know, outlaw white beaters. <laughs> hey, what do you got against us Mexicans, man? I wear a wife beater. <laughs> hey, I got one on right now. What you talking about? <laughs> With so, my hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> so don't commit no crime in Oklahoma, then. So Jeff, oh, that's t- in Oklahoma. Yeah, it's in Oklahoma. Oh well, hell, go ahead and pass the law. I ain't nobody in Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> so Jeff, tell us about what's going to be. Who's going to be at the ice house with you that night? Man, who's going? Mike Natori's going to be there. Uh, uh, myself and and just some funny people. Man, it's, it's going to be a good show. I, I, it's, it's you know what? It's always a good show. We sold out the last two at the Ice House, and we want to sell this one out. The first show of the year. I'm tell you what. You, hey, you gotta see me now because my show gets picked up by Animal Planet. You're gonna be paying twenty, thirty, forty dollars to come see me, <laughs> except for you two, because I like you. Guys. I love you, man. You can, hey, you hey gotta how, be part of the posse. How dirty does it get? How dirty is it? Is it like? Am I gonna be cringing in that show? No, no. You'd be laughing. You'd be like, ooh, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be like, Jeff, that was wrong. But that was hilarious. Is there a topic in the dirty jokes that you will not, that you would just not cross the line and, and do? No, you know, I, I, I've been writing some Bill Cosby stuff. And I, I'm going <laughs> to <I'm gonna> be, <laughs> be doing that. You know, What's wrong with like Bill? Could, What's wrong with Bill Cosby, I, I man? Love, hey, but did you hear Bill's interview that he did? No. But, tell us about he it. He did an interview. He he said he he goes. I learned about he said I learned about Chris Brown. Chris Brown taught me not to sag, and hoes ain't loyal. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't it be funny though? With Bill, when them girls were sleeping, he was acting out like all his cartoon characters. <laughs> wouldn't that <have> been crazy? <laughs> come on, Russell! I want you to come get some of this. <laughs> Oh, well, let, 
<laughs> That's right. He was a uh, Fat Albert. Let our listeners know. <laughs> let our listeners know when and where at the you know so we could so we could all check it out. You guys got to come, man. It's this Saturday, Ice House, ten o'clock. It's in the smaller room. They got two rooms. They got the main room, and then they got the the stage backstage. We'll be at the backstage. Awesome. Uh, come out. You can hear the rest of my Cosby stuff. I just think that Cosby stuff is gonna be hilarious. <laughs> Along with talking about. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I wear a hoodie? <laughs> Man, I want you to wear a hoodie, and I want you to take it off and wear it so that wife beat it, and we're show them guns you're going to be packed. <laughs> I think he swallowed them because his belly sticks out. All right, Jeff, thanks for calling in. We always love to hear from you, man. Looking forward to seeing you on Saturday night, man. I'm going to hit you up, me and my hey, girl. Hey, come on out. All I right. got you, too. You two show up. I got you. Jackie, you show up. I got you. Awesome. And, uh, hey. Everybody, listen to this angel and you guys because you guys got the best show on the internet. Thanks, brother. Thanks, Thank bro. Thank you. So look up uh, Jeff. All right, guys. All right, good night, my man. Look up Jeffrey Keller on My Mom is White. My mom's white. My mom's white on uh, Twitter, and tell him you heard him on tw- heard on Twin Talk that he could put you on the list for half off. Yeah. Tell him that you heard it here. Eh? He's Twin- hilarious. Yes, <laughs> and he's a great guy. On top of that, he's not yeah. only a funny guy. But he's really a decent, decent guy. Very few people in this business that can be as decent as Indeed. Keller. Jeffrey Keller. All right, guys, let's move on with some news. Uh, vodka has been blamed for high death rates in Russia. The high number of early deaths in Russia is mainly due to the people drinking too much, particularly vodka. This is all <laughs> from a research uh, where a study was conducted where 25% of Russian men die before wow. they are 55 years old. That's And most of the deaths are um, being blamed to alcohol as uh, liver disease, alcohol poisoning, and accidents that happen uh, after getting into fights. Fritzky. This uh, number has been uh, put in comparison to the UK, where their figure is 7%. Russia is 25. No, they drink tea over in the UK. Russia, they're tough. You ever watch them on YouTube? They got these awesome... uh, I'm sorry, but there's alcohol in in the UK too, bro. Fight (laughs) compilations of Russian, just guys, you know, Russian soccer players or something, just... Fighting, they just like to fight. I have eh? a Russian friend who Fritzky. says Fritzky. who hasn't been in Russian for a couple of years, but she says that that's that's the norm yeah, to drink vodka for breakfast, to drink vodka with your dinner, to drink vodka a bottle of vodka without even really hesitating. That's just what you do. Well, in, in some parts of Mexico, it's the same way with tequila. True, they just bring out the tequila in the morning, and you have some te- a shot or two with tequila with some cheese or what have you. Fritzky. Yeah, so <laughs> it's uh, this was a um, a study that was done over ten years with about one hundred fifty one thousand wow. adult men. But they do bring it down. They do bring it down. I mean, what do you mean they bring it they down? They bring that. They 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 can they can chug a lug. Yeah, they can chug that vodka. And you know what? I think vodka is probably one of the most the ones. What are the uh, lick? Is it a liquor? Is it a liquor? Or it's a liquor. It's a liquor. Yeah, that really creeps up. It really does. creeps up. And that I mean, it'll kill yeah. you. Literally, yeah. like you won't wake up from your buzz. Mm-hmm. It's scary like that. <laughs> it's I scary. can hear the I can hear the boys. <laughs> well, I can see that, dude. Uh, uh, you know, it gets pretty cold over there, eh? So it's they need something liquor, to <laughs> liquor warms you up, eh? To warm them up. Yeah. All right, guys. So in my tease, I said, "What does Chris Rock, Giada De Laurentiis, 
and Slash have in common? Do, Dina De Laurentiis? Giada De Laurentiis. She's from the Food Network. She's like a chef um, woman that's very popular. One of their stars, or Food Network stars. Awesome. Chris Rock and Slash. I'd like to know that. They were in a menage a trois. <laughs> no. They're getting a divorce. What? Yes. Oh, they're, they're married? All three of them are married and getting a divorce. Oh, okay. Wait, divorce. Slash is divorcing Perla? Yes. Oh my Slash gosh. was married? Yeah. Slash has been married for, for quite years. some time. A yeah. long, long time. Yeah, he's getting a divorce. All three of them are getting divorced. And this is something what they call uh, for the new year, it's divorce month for January. January has a huge surge in divorce filings on damned. the first Monday of the year. And most, uh, this all comes from some research from lawyers who say they are very busy during this month because of the new year, new me philosophy. It's the holidays. Hey, it pisses everybody that off. Must it's under the holidays. <laughs> exactly. So this is what they've come with. The holidays are very stressful. It creates a lot of tension to probably a relationship that's not so stable to begin with. Uh-huh. So once the holidays are over, you're going back to your reality in your real life and they're like, well, it's because they, they want to wait until after the holidays. It. They don't want to do it. You know, they want to stay together for the kids until after the holidays and then start anew. Yes. So the it's first Monday the of the song. month the is wife's the wife's This is the last Thanksgiving your Uncle Bobby is going to be groping me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Come to think of it, I, come to think of it, that's the same thing. New Year's Day. <laughs> New Year's Day, I moved into my new place. Five houses away from Did you my- really? Yes. Yeah. See, it's, it, was, it, was- it goes along with that philosophy of the new year uh, where they wow. ha- put their filings in. I got something in common with, with Slash. There you go. <laughs> and this whole new year, new me goes into the first um, the first few months of the year. So January, February, and March are the most popular months. But the Monday, the first Monday of the year is, vamanos, out of here. Divorce day. Done. Wow. <laughs> So happy divorce month, guys. Have, have, have you, how about your break? She says it like it's all happy. You haven't been married, but have you ever had like a, a, a did it ever matter? Well, first of all, let me ask you, did you ever initiate a breakup? And if so, did, did the day matter? Yeah, Jackie, I know you've broken hearts for sure. No, I didn't. The, 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 I don't think the day mattered. It was just kind of like, it's fucking my life. <laughs> You know, get the hell happened. out of here. Yeah, no, it did. <laughs> I, I couldn't wait until January if it was like the summer. Well, you know, like if it was a summer and you want to wait till the end of the summer or, okay, so, or after a holiday weekend. So, Sandro, you got how many days this month? 31? <laughs> you got 24 days. days. 23 days. Today's six. 23 days. You make it through these 23 days. You're, you're home free you're for clear. another year. You should be clear. You're in the clear. Until next there have been thoughts of, um, maybe not just myself, but my friends, of where you wait after your birthday because you wait after your birthday present. <laughs> I have heard girls, of that before. Girls are like that. That's such a girl thing. I have Here heard of that before. You wait after your birthday because you wanted to get him a good, t- a good birthday present. And then after that, <laughs> Well, girl, women, out of here. women are like that. I'd be suspicious. <laughs> if you're trying to make plans maybe after your birthday and you're like, mm, I don't know, honey, let's let's wait on that. Let's not take that vacation. Let's wait on it. No, that's what, you know, women are mean that way. Like they'll stick around with the man knowing that they don't want to be with that guy just to, you know, get that last, you know, weekend out or that <laughs> pair of pants that there would be, oh, I don't know, a, 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 a necklace. Or like in that Silverman guy, just to get that last recording. What are you talking about? The fo- the basketball Clippers owner, Sterling. The, oh, <laughs> I always call I always call him Silverman <laughs> to get that last recording, right? Like <laughs> <laughs> Sterling. <laughs> All right, guys, moving on to uh, uh, Mark Zuckerberg seems to have the Midas touch. One of his uh, New Year's resolution was to read more, 
And uh, his first book was like, uh, it's called... His uh, first book ever? His first book that he selected for you his You mean Facebook club. for his... his <laughs> For his, his news resolution? His first uh, book that he selected. Besides Facebook, that's a good one. <laughs> I like how Jose got that like 30 seconds later. Oh, I'm, that's right. I'm engineering a show here, folks. I'm multitasking here. <laughs> the first book he has selected for his book club is called The End of Power by Moises Naim. It's already been listed as out of stock on Amazon after he published his list of books of which he calls A Year of Books. For this 2015, he's doing the Oprah Winfrey so, New Year's resolution. The Oprah Winfrey Book Club. So people are buying the books that he's recommending. Exactly, as part of his online sort of book club. Mm. Uh, this isn't the first year that he's had some personal challenges. Last year, or I mean, the previous years, he's had um, learning Mandarin. And okay. uh, another one of his New Year's resolution was to write thank you notes. You know, I got to tell you something. That's I could, romantic. <laughs> no offense to you, but I could care less. Mandarin and, th- and, and post-its. He's a, he's a louse. He's why, a louse. Why do you say he's a louse? Because he puts all these, he's, because he puts all these uh, anti-privacy things in your freaking Facebook. But in the meantime, oh, he's totally exempt of that. Plus, he's working with the NSA and the CIA and all those initial agencies to, uh, to farm information, farm data for them. He is, dude. Him and the leader of Google, all of those people, man. Let me tell you, I, Tom was better from MySpace. Eh? He had a nice smile. <laughs> was he real? And he was and always look, your friend. Was, and he always was. was it? He was, he was always, always your, your friend, friend yeah. no matter what. And you know, it, but, but he, always, he never changed that white T-shirt, though. That picture yeah. looked like he was at the urinal, dude. Didn't it look like he was at the urinal? Looking over his shoulder. Yeah. Hey, what's up, bro? What's up, Tommy? <laughs> I'm looking for Mark. Mark who? Zuckerberg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I don't like Zuckerberg. I don't trust him. I think he's a... Uh, Why? Because he saw that he's movie, like, eh? Social Network, which was a good no, one, eh? No, not because they, of that. that. What's that guy's name uh, from uh, in the InSync, the Justin singer? Justin Timberlake? Yeah, he did a fabulous job on that. Uh, I don't know if that's how that guy from really acted, but... Which, that's when I became an, uh, of his fan, eh? Of JT? No, J- yeah, JT. Well, listen, Zuckerberg, all those guys, you guys got to watch a documentary. It's fantastic. It's made very well, researched well. It's called Terms and Conditions May Apply. And oh, it has to do with Google, Netflix, Facebook, and all those, all those entities that are in bed with the government and all those triple initial um, agencies to farm out your data to the um, government and it's wrong, and Zuckerberg is one of them. So that's why I don't like this guy. Do you hate on him because he has like a bajillion million dollars? I don't care. He, nah. I don't care if people have money. Go ahead. I'm he's like, got power. Eh? I'm not envious of money. I, I'm, I, I he's aspi- got chicks. I, eh? he's I like, aspire to be he's rich like a too. rock star, man. I aspire. He to doesn't be, even know how to play a tune either. I aspire <laughs> to be rich. I think it's uh, other people who get angry at rich people. They want to blame all their woes on the rich. That's not me. No. If you if you're rich, cool, good on you, but just stay out of my freaking business. That's what I gotta say. <laughs> stay maybe out of your that, pocket. Maybe that should be your your Patriot Pass. <laughs> yes. Stay, stay out, out of my, my freaking business. Stay out of my business. Yeah. Okay. Talk about Patriot Pass. Is that it? You got it first. That's all I have for tonight, guys. That's Jackie Casas with the news and dirty laundry. Dude, stop snapping the fingers, man. Hey, Dude, that's that the artsy of... way to do it, Holmes. We're in a garage, bro. Not in the gallery. We got some folk singers That's in here. That's Jackie Casas, multimedia journalist from <laughs> Telemundo and NBC. Thank you, Jackie, for being with us. What a great, th- great day to see you again. Thanks, guys. Good, Good to well, see you. Well rested. Thank you. Feeling better. Yes. 
All right, everybody, stay tuned. We're going to have an awesome guest with us tonight, Jason Heath and the Greedy Soul. And we'll be right back with Patriot Pass. Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we broadcast live every Tuesday night from Theo Luis's Garage on TwinTalkCast.com. And because we're really cool, we also do it out of the largest internet radio network in the world. That's Live365.com. Look for our station. It's Twin Talk Cast Radio. Two words. And now we're Twin going- Talk Cast? <laughs> Twin Talk Cast? Now we go to a segment that I call the Patriot Pass. Now, because we've been on vacation... That, no, that's not a good excuse. I didn't yes. prepare one, but Jackie did bring us, bring up a topic and made me think about it. You know, um, too often, here, ladies and gentlemen, we hear so many things on the media. We are arguing and fighting amongst one another over immigration. How often are people polarized and angry over who should be in, uh, uh, allowed into our country and who should not? Um, we are fighting over the economy, blaming one side or the other, thus polarizing ourselves and dividing one, one another. We fight about education. We say that one party and the next party is better for education or the other. Over the environment, people are hating on the tree huggers, and the tree huggers are hating on the corporate oil riggers. Ladies and gentlemen, we are all fighting, and we're all divided over all these things, and all these things may be valid, but why do we lay down when it comes to our privacy? Ladies and gentlemen, the NSA, the CIA, and all those agencies after the Patriot the Patriot, was it called the Patriot Act of uh, <laughs> of the Bush administration? They have extended the Patriot Pass and ex- and expanded it to a way as a, a, a means 
to spy on every one of us and no one cares? Does anyone care anymore? There was a time when we had a different administration, a conservative administration, when people were protesting on the streets. People were angry. It was all over television. We were standing up against the wrongful government. Why is it now when we have a liberal administration, we are not standing up against them over the same crimes? Instead, we're fighting amongst one another. Jeez, folks, come on. Wake up. That's my Patriot Pass. <laughs> That's my brother flexing the biggest muscle in his body, his mouth, and his Patriot Pass. <clears throat> All right, stay tuned. We're going to be back with an awesome guest. Uh, Angel, who, who is going to be with us after our music break? Uh, Jason Heath and the Greedy Souls. And right now, here's one of their tracks. This is called Season Undone.
Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And that is A Season Undone by the band Jason Heath and the Greedy Soul. From their unreleased album, A Season Undone, but you heard that it here. Yet right? to be released. Yet to be released. Let's, let's stay on the positive. The yet to be released. The yet, unreleased. The yet to be released. Yet to be released. Well, I was just kind of trying to keep it with the undone, eh? Unreleased. But, hey... You you busted my flow there, eh? <laughs> oh man! You know what? Uh, what's your name? And oh, by the way, this is the band. It's here for the band. <laughs> well, uh, off the air, you were asking me something yeah, on the cajon. What is your name? Abraham. Abraham, you were asking me if the tambourine was loud enough, right? No, let's switch it around. <laughs> so we need the mic to, to to be near your tambourine if you want to hear. Yeah, turn it down. Ladies and gentlemen, do that again. Ah, I love it. If we've been we've been uh, we've been mixing on the fly. Go ahead, bro. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, here in Theo Luis's garage, uh, the uh, really cool band, I don't know, Americana folk country rock, uh, was uh, named the best of 2012 Americana from on AmericanaMusicShow.com. Awesome, Jason Heath. And the greedy soul. There, there's the official announcement. Yay. Hey well, guys, <laughs> welcome guys. Thanks for coming all the way over here and hanging out in Theo Luis's garage. Really appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for having us. Man. Yeah, thank you. Let me tell you, um, uh, and please forgive me for my ignorance, man. I, you guys, been around for how many years now? Long time. Uh, <laughs> and you, you got about three albums. Yeah, we've got we've got three records as Jason Heath and the Greedy Souls. Uh-huh. Um, we, Abraham and, and Jason here on the Oregon Federici, Jason Federici, have been in numerous projects for about 20 years. Uh-huh. And uh, Abraham and I uh, st- formed a band in at fifth grade. He chose the drums and I chose the guitar. Okay, Abraham does the drum over there. Wow. Uh, Jason is the uh, the lead singer. And then the other Jason does the accordion. We call it accordion in Spanish. Ah, nice. Uh, Never sounded so yeah, good. Yeah, it sounds really sick. That's what she said, eh? <laughs> and then over there, what kind of guitar is that really cool one over there? The red one over there. Is, You're, that, a, is that a Rickenbacker? What is it? That's Reverend. Justin over there on the on, on the, the hollow body electric. Nice. He's an ordained minister. And then over there wow. on as well as a guitar virtuoso. <laughs> so I wanna know. I wanna and then go. the bass one more. The bass over there is Jose. Jose What's up? Orle. <laughs> So I want to. What I, I want to go back. What's the name of the elementary school where the the, the two uh, leaders are uh, founders of the it band? Was, it was a parochial school, and it was called a community Christian. A parochial school. Yeah. Wow. Uh, here in Southern California, are you guys from here? We are indeed. I was born in Inglewood. Abraham was born in. My goodness. Well, I'm this, speaking for Abraham because he doesn't have a, a, a microphone, not because he's a moot. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're broadcasting from Theo Luis's garage, and we are on limited resources. We've tapped out the board here uh, <laughs> with, with the mic in these guys. Let me but. tell you, I'm really proud that because from what I understand, you're a L.A.-based band. And, you know, there's a lot of good music that comes out of L.A. But, wow, your music is is total, is is total got a real genuine... Like a heartland feel. Real genuine you know, soulful lyrics that it just, it, it, it kind of blows my mind. It's really good. I, Thank you. Thank how did that, sense. what is your, what is your influences? I mean, I know it's, well, oh, sorry. 
I lost my train of thought. <laughs> my brother, my, let me just, what, before you answer real quick, my brother gets starstruck I do, I every get single time we have a guest here no. that he's passionate when about. Go good. ahead. Let him answer the let him answer the. the <laughs> well, the themes in the music, normally I like to write about things of, the, of, of a justice type of nature. I mean, those are the sort of things I've always been drawn to. You know, when I see things that seem out of balance, I tend to want to see them that rectified. So, you know, and, and I'm, I'm a fan of the underdog. And growing up, growing up a little skate punk in Southern California, you know, The Clash and, mm-hmm. and Jello Biafra and Dead Kennedys. Wow. And that kind of stuff was a big influence. And then later on, I you know I found Bob Dylan and and uh, Patti Smith and and got into the uh, more the rebels. Show. Tell us about the song we just played, "A Season Undone," which is the title track that's, of your upcoming that's album. The title track of the new record. And uh, yeah, what would you like to know about it? It's a it's a to see the, the <laughs> theme. The theme of this album is maybe maybe a little less uh, overtly political and maybe a more internally political. Right. It's about. Uh, you know, sometimes we have to. Well, I guess it's it's social too. We have to tear down things first mm. before we can begin to build anew, and that's sort of what the season undone is about. Mm-hmm. It's about being in that place of of maybe despair and loss, and, and staring into the abyss and saying, "Fuck it, let's let's start right here." It's three albums in, and uh, being the political band that you've, or at least the the inspiration to some of your songs, and you say this is more introverted. Uh, what to what you owe that? I mean, have you? I know a lot of people. At least I'm, I'm, I may be misreading you, but a lot of people have. I kind of touched on it in my Patriot Pass. A lot of people that were so overtly political and outspoken just a few years ago seem to have buried their head in the sand. Well, I don't know if we're, I'm certainly not doing that, but I, I agree with you. You know, and I've noticed, you know, being. You know, just north of forty, <laughs> I've seen I've seen a lot of a lot of political movements in my lifetime, and and it seems to be like, like you're saying, you know, uh, when we when we have the right wing guys, and I don't know if it's by design or by accident, but I I tend to believe the former as opposed to the latter. Uh, we we stand up and we fight against guys like Bush the first one and Bush the second one and everybody comes out marches in the street and then it's Clinton and Obama who really get the shit through that the other guys couldn't get through because right. everybody stood up to the, the you know the Nazi or the totalitarian guy and then here comes Clinton smoking dope and playing the saxophone and everybody goes to sleep and here comes Obama you know he's cool he shoots the basketball mm-hmm. he likes everybody and you know what he's doing the same shit mm-hmm. the other guys are doing in spades so true I, I want to read something <laughs> that uh, uh David Marsh, he's, the, uh, he's a music critic, author, uh, editor, and a radio talk show host. Says, Jason Heath and the Greedy Soul speak to the heartache and joy in the world with the wisdom not to try to separate them and the skill to make all of it beautiful. They're one of my favorite new groups. And I think that that's pretty, uh, from the from the songs that I've heard, uh, it's pretty right on that we... Mm, it's really refreshing on, 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 on today, and I hope that uh, we get more music from you guys and be, uh, people like So that. how do you feel when you hear something like that? I, I'm grateful. I'm grateful that, you know, I mean, that's why we do what we do is, is mm. we write songs in hopes that we, you know, somebody will listen and, and, and feel the same thing that we feel playing it or, or perhaps the same thing that we felt from people that have inspired us. So when we hear that, uh, you know, kind of makes us feel like maybe we're doing at least something right. I, I'm curious to know because artists are often, you know, 
lauded or praised or sometimes even um, chastised uh, for whatever the interpretation of your music is from their ears or their eyes, the way they see you. Do you ever think like something like this? Do you ever think, wow, boy, he totally didn't get us, but it's kind of nice. Does that ever happen with you? Uh, yeah, I'm just happy they're listening. Right <laughs> just on. happy they're listening. Right on. Right. Uh, now, are you, you're involved with uh, um, a program, aren't you, that uh, will you work with uh, prison inmates? Yeah, Jail Guitar Doors, which is a, uh, uh-huh. a charity that uh, was started by Billy Bragg in England. Jail Guitar, guitar Doors. doors. And, uh, what is it? Well, basically, they found out that if, if inmates have uh, access to instruments, the rate of recidivism is... Uh, you know, greatly diminished. Okay. And that means they don't go back. Means they don't go back. Means like, they have no repeat offending. Uh, you know, hey, I'm from Baldwin Park. Eh? You need to use two syllables. <laughs> okay. Or, that or, was like four or five of them. Eh? Gotcha. Gotcha. I just, Shit. I just learned that word last week. So, <laughs> uh, um, so anyway, what, what they found out, but there's no money, you know, they're in England. They didn't, they didn't want to give anybody instruments. So Billy Bragg went into, in prison, and he he named the uh, the charity after a, a Clash B side single called "Jail Guitar Doors," and he was over here in the U.S. doing a prison show with Wayne Kramer, and he said, uh, "You know, the, there's this song Jail Guitar Doors," and Wayne said, "Yeah, I know the song. It's about me." And the Clash had written it about Wayne Kramer from the MC Five. Cool. One of the verses. So Wayne, being an uh, an ex convict himself, said, "You know, I'm going to go ahead and start the the U.S. leg of this charity." And he did, and it's been going on. I think about five years now. What, and what are you doing there? Well, as a group, we go in with him and do the shows and deliver the instruments. I personally teach a class on Tuesday nights here at um, Men's Central Jail and the Twin Towers. Do you, do you bring a cake with a file in it too? <laughs> <laughs> no, they show us a film in an orientation that shows us how not to do that. Oh. <laughs> hey, well, you should record something. It worked out for Johnny Cash, man. <laughs> it sure did. Yeah. There well, you go. <laughs> it's it's hard to get recording devices in these days. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, talk about, um, well, sort of performing. Um, what... Um, What's your reaction like? Because my, my brother sort of touched that, and then he wanted a tangent, a starstruck tangent. Um, well, that's th- usually the reaction. <laughs> Lots of young teenage girls throwing <laughs> themselves at us. Being an L.A. band, um, L.A. is not necessarily known for coming out with the genre that you guys come out. Or am I wrong? Uh, it, well, it, it goes in phases. There's a lot of great uh, Americana acts in uh, alt country in Los Angeles right now. I mean, I think the genre is just sort of having a renaissance or resurgence. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, if you go back to the 60s, you know, you had the whole Laurel Canyon thing. So, there, you know, I mean, Crosby, Sills, and Nash right. from here, Jackson Brown, mm-hmm. uh, Neil Young. I mean, he's from Canada, but he... You just got schooled, Jose. <laughs> no, I, mean, I noticed... Uh, dude, I sometimes ask the question for the sake of the See, audience. That's called sake a softball. Oh, See, See, I he's got, lobbing it to me. I just got schooled back. You just eh? got schooled, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Understand that. Okay, well, you know what? Uh, let's let's get. Uh, please, will you guys perform a song for us? We'd love to. Okay, so um, oh wait, I want to get ready to record this on video. If you, is it is that okay, guys? Yeah. So um, when when uh, when can we expect this new uh, CD to come out? Uh, we're talking to some folks right now who are going to help us release it. We're looking at probably April. Okay, and uh, how many tracks are we going to be treated to on this? There's eleven. Unless yeah. you buy the vinyl, then you only get ten. Uh, okay. <laughs> that's how I sell. See, see, that's why. That's why I make music and don't sell cars. Okay. <laughs> that's a good point. No, you got a you got like a wealth of of, uh, of videos on on uh, Facebook. 
I mean, on uh, YouTube, some of them that uh, you know, uh, pr- uh, you know, intentionally produced by probably yourselves and somebody and and stuff that people put on there for a lot of stuff. Um, the can you introduce the band? It's just here then. Okay. <laughs> well, you. I'm trying to stretch here, you know. But okay, uh, ladies and gentlemen, on TwinTalkCast.com, Jason Heath and the Greedy Souls.
lace A hammer says strut When I was a boy Believe what you say You said that someday I would rise from the dead Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, that was uh, Jason Heath and the Greedy Souls. What was the name of that song? That was awesome. That's called Thunderstruck. Okay. That's a, uh, that's a cheery little tune about hate crimes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you remember, there was an incident in Texas about James Bird was dragged behind a pickup truck for yes. a couple miles. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, in, was it uh, Wyoming? Uh, Matthew Shepard was, tie- Shepherd, was yeah. tied to a fence. And so, you know, I wrote that years ago about those those instances and i sort of thought you know the song's going to be dated but sure enough we keep getting more racism and hate crimes to keep this unfortunately keep this song relevant i'm uh i gotta say this uh, uh somebody posted on facebook uh uh robert snyder says hey bro it's your brother robert great to hear you playing on the your music on the radio <laughs> whose brother is this that's my, my brother. It's your bro. Wow, we got another listener. <laughs> See? Now we it's, have four. It's paying off. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I had no idea, obviously, what the song was about until you mentioned it, but I, 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 you know, I, was li- I was listening to the lyrics. It seems so relevant even now. It's, it's pretty cool. Now, <clears throat> my, uh, right, we got another listener posted, I really dig this song. I feel like having a shot. <laughs> of what? It says a shot or hot chocolate. <laughs> I'm gonna say go for yeah. a hot chocolate with a shot. There so you go. How, right. So how long have you been playing the harmonica and the guitar together? <laughs> <laughs> you read a, oh, I don't. I got st- a long time. I've been blowing on the harmonica as long as I've been playing the guitar, and I, I haven't really gotten that great on either one. But if you do them together, it's sort of like rubbing your belly and tapping your head. People get impressed. Uh-huh. <laughs> Okay. Uh, okay. There's a there's a, another um, comment by a girl named Eliana. Jason, you guys sound awesome. Nice job. Great JGD plug tool. I don't know what that means. Don't oh, just... Eliana Landon. <laughs> yeah. What? Eliana. Okay. Nice job. There you go. I just like how you read the text. Like I want to send my personal text to you. <laughs> you because it makes him sound awesome. I'll do your answering machine too, exactly. bro. That would be wonderful. You've dialed Jason, and he's not here, but yo, leave a message. <laughs> hey, that's good. Hey, I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And Jason's not here right now, but leave a message because maybe, just maybe. What are you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> that's happening. <laughs> so, um, how, uh, well, what's your tour like? I mean, you guys... What, what are you guys hitting now on, when you're hitting the road? Well, well we're not going to go out until this summer, but we usually cover the entire U.S. and a little bit of Canada. Uh, we're we're hoping to get to Europe in the in the fall of next year. Where are you getting a big reaction from? What part of America at this point is, is really Burbank in our garage? Theo <laughs> Luis's garage. Theo Luis's garage. <laughs> No, really. Um, where do you really feel? I mean, I'm curious. Where? Well, you could thank us for our four listeners. <laughs> you, <laughs> we appreciate it. Uh, we, you know, we we all over the place. You know, thanks to internet, we we don't really have any certain one area like you know that we're we seem to be doing 
fairly well anywhere people like good music. And when um, when you do, I mean, you're gonna wait. You're gonna release the uh, the CD, and then you're gonna tour in support of it. Where, what do you want people to know? You know that when they come to your show, what do, what do they expect? Oh, that you're gonna get a lot of honest, genuine, mm-hmm. soulful music. And we need to eat and get gas to get to the <laughs> next town. So be generous. Hey, uh, so you recently, I, uh, you recently, I don't know how recent actually. I saw a video of you guys at the Fox Theater. Uh, you did a, a gig uh, at the Fox Theater, and I didn't read the title on that. But uh, that's the, the, excuse me, the Ford Theater. Oh. Did I say Fox? You guys yeah. were all puzzled here. Like, that? <laughs> <laughs> the Ford Theater. You had Who's a, been moonlighting in another band? You had a violinist on that as well. Yes, that's Yasan Spivak. She's a, enormously talented. Uh-huh. She's been on all of our records, and she's a, uh, a dear friend of ours. Uh-huh. My yeah. brother's got the hots for violinists. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'm looking at I'm looking at titles on your CD, and and I'm, I'm I was thinking about when you were telling us about how it's more introspective as far as uh, um, speaking out politically. I guess. And and I, I look at evolution now, everything but a man, and then is uh, Armageddon Town. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, it's interesting. Tell us tell us about those titles. <clears throat> Which one should I start with? Well, I don't know. <laughs> Drop whatever one uh, t- jumps out of you. Evolution now is a, you know, it's 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 a political song in a sense. Uh, I was hanging out. I have a lot of very uh, uh, intensely political friends who have. And I agree with most of their opinions. I, I come from that school myself, being you know a, a fan of Noam Chomsky. I consider myself an anarcho-syndicalist. If if that mm. were possible, mm. it would be a, a, a wise idea for government. But uh, I sort of don't get with the violent cats. You know, I'm, it's just not. Mm. I used to when mm. I was younger, but I, you know, and so that song's sort of about that. About you know, if, if we expect to have a, a revolution, if you want any difference when the next party takes office you better have some evolution too in mm. my opinion you that's be, awesome you better grow spiritually uh, too. Uh, how i'm about always you? telling you that jose we need to talk outside of the box eh? yeah, yeah i'm yeah. always telling you that and i'm the man who wants to change i want to physically tangibly make it happen there's a, a song on there <laughs> turn on the radio is that similar to that yeah, that's it's it sounds sounds ostensibly like it's about just turning on the radio, which it is. It's a celebration of rock and roll and and, and all the music that influenced us. Uh, but it's also there's some covert sort of anti-establishment. Let's 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 let the uh, the uh, loonies run the asylum for a while. <laughs> let's hear a little bit of it. This is "Turn On the Radio" by Jason Heath and the Greedy Soul.
Turn on the radio. Jason Heath and the Greedy Souls. Uh, they're in here with us now. You're listening to Twin Talk with the Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And uh, you are listening. And I'm excited. And you're listening to uh, Twin Talk with Jose and Angel on TwinTalkCast.com. In Theo Luis's garage right now, we have with us uh, Jason Heath and the Greedy Souls. And uh, you guys can call us in, you know, talk to the guys at us. Uh, call us in? <laughs> call us Call Don't us call in what? <laughs> Uh, at 626-275-TWIN. 626-275-8946. Or, or just keep posting. You know, I was... Uh, uh, your your um, song, uh, God's Name in Vain. Mm. There's uh, this really awesome video, uh, an anim- uh, animated video that uh, was uh, uh, animated by uh, Ali... Ali Sa- Sadegiani, yes. He's a very talented... Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, Comment on that. It must be some. Uh, he works. He works uh, at Pixar, and he is a friend of mine. He's actually uh, my sister's boyfriend, uh-huh. and uh, he really liked the song. And he's an incredible artist and director, writer, and he did that for us. And it was. I mean, we were blown away. I mean, there, he spent a lot of time, and and it's definitely not anything we could have afforded to pay for. I uh-huh. mean, that's that's some big budget stuff he did. So. Yeah, it's this great animation. Uh, I've I've posted it on our Facebook on Twin Talk Show. Uh, for the song called God's Name in Vain. And uh, it's it's pretty uh, visually powerful, and I think it's a real homage to to your music. To, to because yeah, it's a beautiful piece of work he, you did. He somewhat captures it. In the meantime, let's hear some more music. You guys got another uh, song for us? Uh, we got one or two. Uh, what's, what's this one going to be called? This is, uh, this is off the new record. It's mm-hmm. called Sophia. And uh, this features Jose. And Justin Salmon's on the guitar. My buddy Jason Federici here on the accordion and backup vocals. And Abraham Van Etz on his seat box.
alone Cast like a rough stone Trembling like a flame That's Jason Heath and the Greedy Souls with uh, Sophia. Dude, I want a beer. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. Well, let our listeners know where they can find your music, social media, and all that good stuff. Uh, www.jasonheathandthegreedysouls.com uh, Now, the, uh, <clears throat> uh, there you go. <laughs> also, you can find us on CD Baby, iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, Pandora, Everywhere, everywhere, your mother's and, hard drive. And, and please, please get, um, check them out on their website. Uh, download their stuff, order their stuff. And they got a show coming up. Talk you know, tell about a show. I just want to say, Justin, that was really beautiful. That was your awesome. Playing was really good, man. It was. <laughs> now, <laughs> see, we that that's Theo Luis's garage, eh? There's some, there's some magic that. in some here. Magic. There really is. And you want to ask, yeah, Justin, uh, Jason uh, on the accordion. You have you 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 have some. Extracurricular activity you're doing? Um, every once in a while. I started um, a thing called the Danny Fund for my father who passed away from melanoma a few years back. Okay. So um, just a quick shout-out for the Danny Fund and to go out and get yourself checked out for melanoma once a year because uh, okay. it's good for you. Da- it's good to be aware. So would that be dannyfund.org? It is. Okay. Awesome. And that benefits? Uh, We're trying to find a cure for melanoma. So we're actively, every cent that you donate to the Danny Fund, we're tied in with the Melanoma Research Alliance. Mm -hmm. And virtually every cent goes straight to 
hmm. funding new research to find a cure. Awesome. And yeah. that is in honor of your father. It is. That's awesome. What a noble cause. Check it out. Danny, the DannyFund.org. Anyway, so um, you have a show coming up. You want to let our listeners yeah, know? March 19th, we'll be playing at, at 1 p.m. in the afternoon down on Skid Row at the Midnight Mission. So if you, uh, if you are on Skid Row, come and see us play. If you're, <laughs> if you're unemployed or have the day off <laughs> around 1 p.m., make your way down there. It's free for everybody. Oh, it's during the week? It's during the week. It's a Thursday. Uh, and uh, we we go down to the day room. We set up and we play. Uh, what about a great an hour and a half, and uh, people down there love it. And it's it, and if you get a chance to uh, check out the Midnight Mission, it's a uh, a nonprofit organization that helps people get sober and back on their feet. Down and they serve three meals a day, three hundred sixty five days a year. And there's no government money. It's all uh, you know, by donations. That's, and, you know and that's volunteers. like a that's like a step up from Theo Luis's garage, yeah. eh? Right here, you, you know. guys are moving on up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, check them out. Thanks so much for being with us That's tonight. Really awesome, Thanks guys. for the performances; they're awesome, Thank you, awesome. You guys. Jason Heath and the Greedy Souls. We'll be back with Angels Chill Lounge. fed up. I can't take it anymore. I am at a total loss. There are many writings that speak of the power in the word. For example, the tongue is at the helm, meaning that it steers the ship and I am the ship. This suggests that by the words I speak to others and myself, I can create possibilities or destroy them. So if I say, I can't take it anymore, By the power in my words, I relinquish my strength, and indeed, I can't take it anymore. Now, having made this distinction, I am now faced yet with another power, 
And that is the power to choose. So, I am chill. And so, I am chill. One love. And that's another edition of Angels Chill Lounge. And that brings us to the end of another evening of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. We are bl- we are so happy to be back. Yeah, and uh, what a um, happy new year to everybody. And uh, uh, what was this phone thing you're talking? I about? just wanted to make sure that you don't forget uh, to say thank you to the the phone call we got today. Oh, thanks. <laughs> That, yeah, I want to give. I was going to give thanks to the guests. I know. I, well, I was giving you a uh, sign, Holmes. <laughs> you know what? If I don't say it, just jump in and say it after I'm done. Okay, it's easier. Hey, Jeff. Uh, I want to give a thanks to Jeffrey Keller, comedian and radio show host out of uh, the uh, Pocho Hour of Power on KPFK, and also an actor now. He's an actor now, indeed. He is, yeah. and, and a check, producer. And he's going to be taking part in the Dirty Show at the Ice House. Check it out. This Saturday. This Make, Saturday night. Where can you get uh, 50% off tickets? He said, you just got to go to his Twitter, My Mom's White. And uh, and tell him the twins sent you. Tell him the twins sent you. That's true. And he's he's half black. And he'll give you 50% <laughs> off on the ticket price. So check it out. Yeah, right on, Jeffrey Keller. Also, a, a, a thank you to the guys, uh, Jason Heath and the Greedy Souls. Thank you so much, guys, for coming in here. You guys are a class act, man. Thank you for having Thanks us, so Angel much. and Jose. You guys, back at you, man. Back Thank you. you. So that's Justin, Jason, Jason, Jose, and I love Adam. Abraham. Abraham. The father of all tribes, <laughs> Angel. How could you forget that? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, thanks a lot, guys. Make sure that you go to the show at the um, um, night at the midnight mission. Midnight mission in L.A. on March. If, if you I, I wrote it down somewhere. If yeah. you can't make it, check out their social media. Check out their links and Facebook. They're awesome, awesome. And it's, look out for their new album. Um, I, I didn't write that. Season undone, <laughs> dude. You gotta write all these things. I down. did, but I threw it all away. <laughs> I, <laughs> Okay, guys, we'll see you next week because Tuesday is Twednesday. See you tomorrow or next week on seven at 7 p.m. Oh, and make sure you tell your friends eh, uh, that uh, we're here. Next week, we're going to have a uh, hip-hop group, uh, Dana Rocks and uh, Ill Will here. Oh, they're coming back. They're coming back. They got a show. They want to come on and bring some more people over. Awesome. So Dana Rocks and Ill Will, the hip-hop group. Uh, also, um, uh, make, yeah, there you go. That's it. All yeah. right, we'll, be, we'll, we'll see you next week. Good night now. Shoo!